This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name's Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax. Today, co-hosting with me is Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great today, Chris. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. Yeah, it's a new year, 2020. I'm excited about the new year. I can't wait to get into it. And I'm looking forward to this year. I know you've got a lot to talk about on the shows each week this year because there's a lot happening out there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I thought today we would, uh, because it's a new year, everyone has their uh, New Year's resolution. So maybe we could do a little bit of New Year's resolutions on the financial side and hopefully uh, get people kicked off on the, on the, on the right path and uh, heading into the new year. So... Yeah, it's good to readjust. We take this time uh, at the start of a new year to to really reevaluate where we're at and set some goals and make some improvements, not only in our lives, but our financial lives, even more importantly, because you want to have your finances in order. It relieves so much stress. And that's a great idea. Financial New Year's resolutions. Um, my, you know, my resolution each year is to, you know, eat less pizza, exercise more. Uh, How, but finally working for you <laughs> by February. So I say you don't you don't go to the gym in January. People go to the gym regularly. We don't go in January because uh, it's like super crowded by February. It's uh yeah. It's you just wait out. wait until thin, February. Thinned out. Get it? No. Um, <laughs> Pun intended. So uh, what about financial resolutions though? Yeah. What are you talking I mean, about? I mean, what I mean, are some think, resolutions? I mean, just think of yourself. I mean, what what in areas in your financial life are the you need to fine tune. I mean, usually, I think the first thing is really getting a realistic budget. I mean, yeah. people spend more than they think they spend. Yep. That's, that's the, that was the first thing that came to my mind was spending, you know, really manage my spending better and our spending as a family, I should say, my wife and I and our family, uh, really spend more time on the budget and, you know, watching what we spend. And I, I think one of the things that, especially to the millennials out there are listening, love you, Gino, and love you, Nicole, two of my listeners, um, <laughs> you know, they're not used to using cash. I, I, you know, everybody, <laughs> even the, the, the millennials we have here in the office, that uh, they everything's on a credit card. Every, yep. I mean, they, like, they don't have a dollar on them, right? So... You know, when you go shopping or say you're just going out to eat lunch, you only have 20 bucks in your pocket. You're not going to spend 25 bucks for lunch. Right. You know, people don't think that adds up over time. So you know, actually try and use cash. I mean, again, it, it, it sounds unrealistic, but I always have cash. I mean, I, I, I only use credit cards when I kind of have to, you know, and even like you go grocery shopping, if you only have a hundred dollars on you, 
you're not going to end up with $150 of stuff in your cart. Right. So, so, I mean, that's one of the things of maybe creating the budget first, see where you're spending money. And if you really want to cut down, try and, I know it's a you know, new um, paradigm shift, if you want to call for, for the younger crowd to have cash on them, but um, it's like, it's super easy just to spend on plastic. I mean, yeah. we've, all, we've all done it. Yep. 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 And my wife and I are guilty of it. And we have uh, a friend of ours uh, that we have worked with and known for a long time uh, said the same thing as what they did, him and his wife. uh, They have a weekly cash allowance and that has to include things like gas, restaurants, um, things like that. Uh, Every week they have X amount and when it's gone, it's gone. And then they can't, they have to allocate that money so they're not going to overspend because if you just use that check card or credit card, then you know it doesn't matter what it costs to you. Hey, uh, you know, unfortunately, ga- gas. I'm usually not too worried about. You're not going to overspend on buying gas, right? <laughs> so right, but but right. you could overspend on going into the gas station and grabbing all that crap off the walls. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, try look. Try for a month and see uh, see how. how, how it's just a different approach to uh, to spending, and uh, um, like we, everyone needs to use credit cards, especially on bigger ticket items. But uh, oh yeah, so the, you know the so that leads to credit card debt. Um, you know, the I read somewhere just recently that the average credit card debt is you know five to ten thousand dollars wow. per person in the United States, and yeah. it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're getting charged twenty five percent interest. And your minimum payment doesn't even cover the interest. You're never going to pay it off, right? So, you know, try and use credit cards less and less. Um, and again, for the the millennials, it's really um, something that that uh, is foreign to them. So, let me give you a, a speed different different generations. Uh, I'll give you a little credit card uh, story. When I was living in Florida, you know, my dad had a business. Uh, he sold produce for a living. At this um, this marketplace in Cleveland called the West Side Market, and back then there was no credit cards; everything was cash, right? So he lived and paid all his bills by cash, right? So yep. he comes down to uh, Florida. To uh, Connie and I were living in Florida at the time, and um, I don't know if we just had Nicole or maybe it was another time they came down. And they wanted to rent a car, and so the guy says, uh, uh, "You know, Mister Anselmo, we 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 need." He wanted to pay with cash, right? And they're like, well, we don't take cash. He's like, what? He's like, what do you mean you don't take cash? He goes, no, you need, we need a credit card. So, um, so being my dad, the only credit card he ever had was like a Sears card, right? So he uh, <laughs> hands him, he hands him the Sears card and he said, I know Mr. Anselmo, we, um, we need a major credit card. And he looks at him and goes, who's bigger than Sears? <laughs> so, so I ended up putting it on my credit card, but I mean, it's just a different <coughs> mindset that generation. So yeah, it is, it is. But the, but they were never in debt, you know, and yeah, and um, you know, credit cards are, are great, you know, they're convenient, but you know, if, if you have enough disposable income, you could just pay it off every every um, month. That's great because you don't, you know, you get a little float, you don't pay the interest, but it is easier to spend. Um, whether oh, or not yeah. you pay it off every every month or not, it just like you throw one one more you're, thing in the you're, cart. You're spending more than you would. Uh, no. you're overspending if you're using a credit card, whether you pay it off every month or not. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and people say no, I don't. I'm like, look, you do. I mean, oh yeah. 
again, if you had five dollars in your pocket and you're hungry, you're 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 going to McDonald's, right? Right. You're, you know, you're not going to Chipotle where it's twelve bucks time to get out of there, right? So, no offense, I like Chipotle too, but I actually have some of their stock. But um, there you go. So, so um, yeah, and then um, the next thing I think is, you know, try to save systematically either three or four one k if you have if you're fortunate to have one at work, and if you find yourself maxing that out and you still have extra money left at the end of the month, uh, we're starting this from, for my son. Uh, he's single, he's got a good job and you know, we let the dust settle for, he's been um, uh, employed for about a year now. And he says, Hey, you know, I got some extra money now. And I said, well, you know, now you start, need to start saving. So we're going to open up an account at TD Ameritrade where TD Ameritrade actually goes in every month and takes a certain amount of money out of his, uh, out of he doesn't know we're going to do this yet, but um, <laughs> takes <laughs> he will once he hears yes, the show. Yeah, well, he, we we talked about it. So, so it's, it's an automatic savings account. So they, um, so TD Ameritrade trade. You know, he authorizes it, obviously to go in and take a certain amount of money out of his his checking account every month, and then it'll get invested in some um, private mutual fund, and just every month, you know, just grab the same amount out and uh, yeah and put it away because if it's not in your checking account or whatever the kids call today, um, did they call them checking accounts still? I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't think this generation knows what a check is, but anyhow, well, no, they um, so, uh, your bank account. So you take it out of your bank account and if it's not in there, you're not going to spend it. Right. So if you take 500 bucks out every month and the, the $500 is not in there, it's, it's, it's not going to be spent. Yeah, it's like so, the money that they take out of your paycheck automatically. You yeah. know, you you don't miss it because you never had it. Right, it's just like the, the money they send Uncle deal. Sam. Right, you, if you had, yeah. but if you had to do it yourself, or you have to write a check, write a check out every month and send it over to TD Ameritrade, it's not going to happen. No, nope. you'll do it some months, one month. Oh, you know, I, I needed something. I need something broke in the house. I need to get something fixed. It's just not going to happen. So systematic savings is obviously the way to go. So. Um, you know, match a 401k or, or maximize that. And if there's money left over, um, even if you don't, if your employer doesn't have a retirement plan, well, then it's even more critical for you to start putting an money IRA away or something, right? Yeah. 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 Well, um, that's good. Systematic go uh, savings um, and uh, automatic withdrawals, uh, instant automatic withdrawals from your account so you don't miss the money. That's a good New Year's resolution for people to have. I mean, that's, that's a good one. And that's something we should all do. Um, next I would say if maybe even before that I should probably back up and say, if you don't have like an emergency fund, you know, uh, general, generally, yeah. you know, the, the rule of thumb is to have three to six months of money set aside in case something comes up, you get sick, car breaks down. I mean, something where you, you don't have to dip into that money you've been saving for retirement because I all my career, once I put money away for retirement, it's dead to me. And I mean, I've never, never, believe it or not, never have taken a penny out of my, my retirement account. I haven't either. I haven't either. I haven't yeah. either. So, yeah. so, um, you know, and if that means we don't, you know, do some stuff or don't go on that vacation share, well, so be it. So, um, yeah, because so, you got to have that. You're going to have to have a lot saved up. You, you don't want to save as much as possible for retirement. Yeah, I mean, especially now that you know our generation, even and the, you know the generation behind us, 
there's not many companies out there that have pensions anymore. No, no. So, so the pension. <laughs> what I like to say is the pension has gone the way of the pension. Yeah. So it's really um, yeah, it's maybe not, the, the, not the newer gen, younger generation doesn't even know what those were. I mean, so uh, basically the uh, the employer would put money away for you, and when you retired, then you they you know basically replace your paycheck with some type of monthly income for you because uh, you've worked there for 30 years. Now today, uh, not many people work at a place for 30 years unless you own it, right? So um, so employers aren't readily doing that because they know, look, I'm going to put money away for this this young buck and in five years he's leaving, right? So, and so I'm going to put money away uh, for what? So, so they, you know, they got rid of them, so... So, yeah. um, wow. those are a few things. Um, how about you, Tony? Think of anything else here? Well, you know, I, one thing that my wife and I like to do and oh, we're going to get back on track is, and some people say, oh, I can never do this, but we sit down once a week and pull up our accounts and look at them together and chat. And it just, it takes less than 30 minutes. It's once a week, like either after work or on a Saturday morning. Uh, or on a Sunday, we look at it and then we know where we're at and we figure out, okay, so for this week, we need to not go over this amount so we can make sure that we don't have to, you know, dig into that. And we, this year we're going to start putting more away. We do not have the three to six month emergency fund right now, uh, the liquid cash in the emergency fund. So that's a big one. You already mentioned it, but I think a big New Year's resolution for a lot of people should be to take X amount. And people say, well, I don't make enough or have enough to do that. Or, you know, all my money's tied up here. Uh, that's just an excuse because everyone can find money to put into an emergency fund or your retirement account. Uh, you want, and hopefully you want to, both. You want to find money? Cook at home. It? What's that? Cook at home. Yeah, there you go. That's a lot of money. That and, really and I'm up. I'm guilty. I mean, I, I literally probably eat at least twice a day. Like I usually get breakfast somewhere and I have lunch somewhere. But yep, me too. Um, I mean, I mean, you, you know, like even if you got an egg McMuffin, which is nothing, right? It's three right. bucks. Yep. You make it at home. It's probably seventy cents. Right. Right. So. Um, and, and if you're me, you're not just going to get one Egg McMuffin. You're going to get maybe the, <laughs> maybe the meal, you know, the hash browns, yeah, I mean, a burrito. Really, I mean, you could probably, I bet you, you the average, I don't, it didn't really add it up, but I bet you could save 10 bucks a day. Oh, yeah, easy. So yeah. you figure working days, uh, you know, there's probably 20, 25 working days in a month. There's, there's 200, 250 bucks. And if you're, it's you and your spouse, there's 500 bucks. 500 right, bucks so, a month. Uh, yeah, you know, and so. take take two fifty of it, put it into that emergency fund every month, and take another two fifty and put it into your retirement account, yeah. and boom, you know, yeah. you got again, an extra two fifty. You know, you have to spend every meal at home, but um, it, it does add up. Yeah, um, it really does. That's an area where honestly we we overspend, um, and you know, and those Target runs, Target, you know, when you go to Target or I don't know if people go to where they go, but. We go to the Target store a lot, and you know, you walk in there. Oh, I need we need toothpaste and a toothpaste. Next time you go, go and only have cash in your pocket, and 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 c- c- try to challenge yourself. I, I think a good New Year's resolution is to only get things that are on your list. 
never get anything. That's a good one. That's yeah. good. I mean, how know, I, I that's men, harder to do than you think. I maybe, mean, that's a this, challenge. You know, maybe this maybe this is clicheish, but uh, or not called sexist. But I think men are better at that. I mean, typically, like yeah, you know, like you know, I probably said this before. And I show you the difference between men and women shopping is like you send a man to go window shopping, he comes home with a window. <laughs> right. So, so, um, but you look, we all tend to overspend. I, I do like to rather, even when we go to the grocery store, I'd rather just have a list, knock off these five items. Otherwise, if you just wander in the store, it, it look, male or female, there, everyone's going to throw a couple extra things in the cart. I'm not saying live like a pauper, but when you're trying to save money, look, save money, right? You, you're not, and then, you know, once you have a, a nest egg set away, okay, maybe you grab the extra two or three things that you wanted. But, uh, yeah, you, you got to start early because it's, you know, it takes a lot to save money, especially yeah, if you're married and got kids. Now, you're married and got kids, you know, you got to think about the future. I mean, college, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, there's just so much to spend on kids, cars, um, maybe uh, even high school education if you're, if you're going to a private school and things like that. It's just a ton of money. So if you don't start saving... Um, the other thing that we did when we were uh, first married was we always tried to live on, uh, you know, budget if one of us was working, could we survive if one of us didn't want to work? So, for instance, you know. If, oh, that's interesting. If, if the, if the um, and, and it kind of worked for us because when my, after my wife uh, had our kids, she, you know, stayed home and was uh, mom for a long time. So, um, you know, we had to live we learned to live on one paycheck. So, so when we bought our houses, you know, we didn't, you know, we, when we were, you know, 20 something years old, we bought a house that was $58,000, right? We didn't buy the $300,000 house. Right. So, so um, in our second house, I think was 70 something thousand. So, wow. you know, you don't have to buy when you're first married or first living together or whatever it is today. Um, you don't, you don't need the three hundred, $400,000 house. So, uh, you know, be prudent on, on your, on your spending. Well, yeah. And so obviously the, the, yeah, you're talking about huge expenses there and you really need to watch your expenses. And in the new year, I think a good resolution is just to, uh, again, if you don't want to do the once a week, once a month, you know, look at where you're at with everything and adjust accordingly. And I think that just helps so much and meet with a financial professional like yourself for the big the big questions sure, like sure. Ta- like taxes and legacy planning and retirement income planning and uh, asset allocation as far as your accounts. Maybe that's a New Year's resolution that our listeners can make. If they're not currently, if they don't currently have a trusted financial planner and advisor, uh, they should get one this year. Uh, make that a goal and a resolution and meet with them, you know, on a semi-regular basis or at least yeah. get a written plan in place. Yeah, one of the, you know, as, as we see people for the first time and they they have several accounts all over the place, it's it's not that they've done anything wrong. It's just, you know, life happened. One year you bought this mutual fund from Fidelity. One year you bought this one from Vanguard. One year to your, you know, and you, and you try to do the best and save money, and but it's all over and it's not coordinated. It's, you know, time to sit down and um, um, get a plan in place. Um, another thing is maybe boost your income. You know, maybe you take a second job or maybe you go out and get that certification. You've been 
not getting for years. You know, sometimes you get a certification or maybe another degree and you get, you get a 10, 20% raise in pay. Right. So, so, uh, I know in our industry, there's all kinds of certifications, right? So, um, yeah. So look into things like that, you know, something simple that can raise your, um, your paycheck could be good. Uh, you know, some people, I know other people, they, they use a second job just so, you know, they make a two, 300 extra bucks a week and that's their savings, right? You know, they might go bartend, they might go do something. They, maybe they Uber, uh, just, uh, something to, um, when they have idle time that they could go make a few extra bucks and that helps them, um, save some more money. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Well, you know what? This has been a great topic. We're almost out of time though. Chris, why don't you let our listeners know about how they can get a hold of you in that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation that you offer? Sure. You could call our office at 440-886-3550 or visit our website at brooksidetax.com. There's a way to uh, contact us online. These podcasts are online, so you can listen to them there. I, th- I think they're also um, Tony Arte on Spotify and yep, Spotify, other. Google Play, and Apple Podcasts, iTunes. So all those millennials should be able yeah. to get to us one way or another, right? Same <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure all those things are, but uh, actually, the largest growing segment of people listening to podcasts is fifty-five plus. Really, I just, uh, Nielsen did that. Yeah, I mean, the majority of people that listen to podcasts are millennials, but uh, the biggest growing segment more and more every single year, every single day is 55 plus because they can get financial information or how to information or, uh, you know, uh, topics they like, you know, a podcast on gardening or a podcast on retirement. And I know this one, we talk a lot about retirement. We might do a show on what to do in retirement. Uh, we might talk about what to do with investments. We might talk about what to do. You know, you you cover the gamut. So uh, it's all financially based though. And so uh, this is a good one for people who want to update themselves on their finances and make sure they're uh, saving as much as they can, minimizing that tax burden. But yeah, that not that surprising? Uh, yeah, it is It is huge. I mean, that's the. it's such a big, a lot of boomers out there yeah, so this isn't really it. just for this, you know, topic isn't just for the younger crowd. I know my daughter listens. She gives me some grief once in a while, but I gotta <laughs> love her. You know. Well, that's only because you keep bringing her up on the show. Yeah, but I, I love her, so I gotta <laughs> talk, to, talk about her. So <laughs> that's awesome. She, well, she knows I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Well, and and that does it for today's show. It was a great show today, Chris and listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.